This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined, as always, by Perry Goldstein. And we, of course, are in the beginning of our off-season a little bit quicker than we would have liked. So, probably a shorter show this week, talking about the Brian Gutekunst presser, um, the Aaron Rodgers comments that continue to unfold he was on pat mcafee's show today and then looking at the playoff picture so perry i don't like the offseason starting this early i don't know about you but i much prefer when we get to talk about playoff football yeah i'm not into this <laughs> at all um it's the middle of january and the packers season is over like follow players on social media they're all on vacation I'm like guys no did you see before we get into this mercedes lewis and his I don't partner. I don't know what they are. Um, are on vacation with Devonte Adams and his wife. I hope that he's campaigning. Yeah, Cute. in real reality, probably Devonte is telling Mercedes to come to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, or Mercedes is like celebrating his retirement. Yeah, for sure. Um, but speaking of retirement, got to talk about it again. Get, yeah, we're going to get another season of Aaron Rodgers. He does, I will say, seem like he's not really trying to make this like a dragged out situation um which i give him props for like i completely understand his mindset of being like the season just ended i need to decompress and kind of figure out what i want um but of course he gets to be all cryptic and he knows that every single word he says is going to get dissected by the media um so he did have a couple of comments in there that were eyebrow raising if you will but what else is new yeah, I mean, I think it, it's the same old uh, conversation that we thought was going to happen this offseason where, you know, he made sense or, you know, it made sense that he said if he's not 100% all in and ready to go, he doesn't want to play. And I think that's commendable and respectable because you wouldn't want him to come back if he was like half in, you know, one foot in, one foot out the door. But, you know, take the time you need. But I think Packers fans at this point are just ready for an answer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does have to- like like. I think he needs to make a decision by June 1, right? So, unfortunately, there are going to be some many moons of this. <laughs> um, but, you know, I get what he means. Like, he still thinks he can play at a high level. Sure, he knows his body better than anyone else. I think he wants his career to end in Green Bay. But so his comments about, like, you know, whether it's here or somewhere else, I think is just speculative. I can't imagine really that a trade is um, in the cards at this point, but crazier things have happened. Um, same comments, you know, both sides need to want it, even though both Goot and Matt have like stood firmly behind him. So 
that's a silly thing to say because at least outwardly the front office seems to be like totally behind Aaron Rodgers, and we can debate whether we think that's a good decision or not. Um, but it's kind of it's totally and completely up to him this decision. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting though. You know, if you listen to all of his pressers from the last couple seasons, and you know, he was asked like pretty much point blank last off season. Yeah. You know, does this mean that you plan to retire Green Bay Packer? And he said yes. And then now to almost he didn't like formally walk it back, no, but just yeah. to hear him talk about like, you know, I can win MVP somewhere, I think, in the right situation. And do the Packers think it's the right situation? Does he think it's the right situation? And you know, it it sounds like if he comes back, he also is, you know, campaigning for guys like Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb and Robert Tunyon and David Bakhtiari and Al Lazard. And so it feels like it's not just a, a him decision. It's a very much what will the Packers do to appease him should he wish to come back? Yeah. And he point blank said he does not want to be part of a rebuild. Right. So which is fair, right? Like, I, I understand that. I personally think that running it back with him with all of those guys that you just listed is going to keep the Packers in this no man's land nine and eight purgatory for longer than we need to. And they're already in cap hell. And a lot of those guys are going to need new contracts or things are going to have to get restructured. And I think they're just really prolonging the pain at this point. So if all those guys are packaged deals, like that's going to change, that's going to change this decision for the Packers front office for sure. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting, too, um, because, you know, like you said, he's he's pretty much got until June 1 to make a decision. But you would hope for his sake, for the front office, I think his decision is largely going to impact the draft. And you would hope that it wouldn't. But I think depending on, you know, who your quarterback is, you can argue about, like, what pieces are coming back. Or, you know, I think some of those things maybe change. If the Packers, you know, bring back Rodgers and they bring back Tunyon, it might, you know, stop them from drafting a tight end in the first couple rounds if they maybe yeah. wouldn't have otherwise or they would have for Jordan Love so really curious you know obviously he's got some time we are just now in the middle of January so before we even get into draft talk he's got a couple months yet but I would be curious to see if you know his decision would impact how the Packers front office approaches the draft and what positions they would value that is an interesting I never thought about that because I just feel like the Packers have their draft ways and they draft. I think as fans, we've disagreed with some of the decisions they've made in the draft while Aaron Rodgers was in his prime. Right. So I don't know why now it would change the way they draft when it hasn't impact. He hasn't necessarily impacted their choices in the past, even when the Packers were like arguably at the height of their, you know, powers, if you will. So it will be interesting to see, you know, you never know how at the tail end of a Hall of Famer's career can kind of like change what you do as a front office. But I don't know if I would advise the Packers to change their draft strategy based on based around their quarterback. I think their needs are their needs, regardless, regardless of who is on our center right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that this is a business and I think that the difficult part when you have friendships in a business like this is, you know, we hear Rogers talking about wanting guys like Randall Cobb back and Mercedes Lewis and how that could impact his decision. And I know there were a number of factors for this, but you look at Devonte Adams going to play with Derek Carr and the Raiders after they had just committed, you know, an extensive, an extensive contract to him. And now he's on the trade block and likely will not be the Raiders quarterback next season. So I think all of those kind of moves factor into this too, where, 
if you're committing to Rogers, is it going to be another one year deal? Or, you know, are you thinking like, okay, Rogers, if you come back, it's two years. And then guys like Mercedes are two years or, you know, I think a lot of these are like domino pieces where Rogers is just, unfortunately the first domino that has to fall before the Packers front office can really make some of these decisions. Yeah. A hundred percent. So it should be a fun next couple of months while he hems and haws. Um, <laughs> another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Do you agree with him that he could win another MVP based on what we saw this season? I think that's really interesting. And I mean, maybe, depending on, the, you know, if you put him in a certain offense, like if you, if you gave him the Bills offense, let's say, you know, with, I like, do we think that his MVP or slump this year, his lack of, you know, progress was because of like wide receivers? Was it the play calling? I guess I'd be curious to see for him what he can, like, what he thinks went wrong, you know, what he thinks yeah. was the factor behind him not winning an MVP because he's vocally been against some like decisions and, you know, play calling and some of those things this season. So if he went somewhere with, a better scheme, you know, in his opinion, that would fit what he wanted to do more maybe. But I, I definitely, I don't know. I think, I think four is a lot. And I think getting a fifth one would be very challenging regardless of where he ended up green Bay or otherwise. Yeah. I thought his comments were really interesting because I find that when he does the things he wants to do, it doesn't turn out as we'd like it to, you know, it's not as successful. Whereas when I think that he's playing within the LaFleur scheme, that's when you get like the real MVP level. So it's funny when he's like, whether it's here or somewhere else, depending on the situation. I'm like, quite frankly, I think he's in the best situation. He just, you know, doesn't always play a hundred percent to what this scheme and this coach is asking for. So if he has disagreements about that, then that I think also changes things. If he's like, you know, not in on this new scheme, what Matt Fleur wants to call and wants to like play somewhere with more of like the McCarthy West Coast style offense, then could we see him somewhere else? Maybe, but I don't think it's going to garner the results that he thinks it's going to, to be quite honest with you. Um, like LaFleur is moving the way the whole rest of the NFL is moving towards. And Rogers had his best seasons when he was really operating under that. So yeah, I'm just, I obviously, you know, we're getting snippets of what's inside his brain and he's not probably being like as forthcoming as he might be if he's talking to someone in a private setting. But that to me was like the biggest like asterisk kind of like red flag of the entire McAfee interview. Cause I was like, I think you're already there. It's just a matter of, are you giving a hundred to this setup or not? And I don't think this season he was. I know that we can't go back and play the hypothetical game or, you know, think about what could have should have happened, but, you know, let's say in, you know, this, this future land or this hypothetical space that we're existing in, do you think, 
Aaron Rodgers statistics are, are different with Devontae Adams. We can keep Christian Watson. We can say the draft, everything is exactly the same. Or do you think that the Packers still kind of have the season that they have because their struggles were what their struggles were? I think Devontae's a Band-Aid, but, you know, obviously you enter in two new weapons and it's just going to change the offense. You had offensive line shuffles and struggles all season. So I don't know if his production would have been MVP level. However, Devontae Adams can perform with pretty much anybody. So I think you probably see a bit more of an efficient offense and you definitely see a better red zone offense in my opinion, because just the way Devontae like moves guys down there. Um, but I don't know if they're back to 13 and three Super Bowl contenders. Maybe if Christian Watson comes on like he does the second half and you have a Devontae Adams and you have like a real true like one, two. But I don't know. You can't you. It's hard. It's hard to wonder those things. It is. It hurts a little bit. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 